eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Friday, December 23rd. You're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. National signing day is behind us. Still a few uncommitted prospects we have our eyes on, but a lot of schools now will transition away from the 2023 class and put a large focus into transfer portal players, if they frankly haven't already. So many players in the portal, over 1,000, and honestly, I might be pretty far under the actual number, but joining me to discuss a few of them and where their recruitment stand is 24-7 sports transfer portal expert and college football writer, Chris Hummer. Hummer, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Happy to be on. Um, You're actually a little under for sure. There are 1,576 players in the FBS portal right now. 50% 50% more, but I, I appreciate the number that... You, no, I'm just kidding, Lance. There's a ton. There's over 4,000 players when you consider the FCS as well. So there's just so many people in the board right now. It's insane. Yeah, I, I knew I was under the... When I said 1,000, but I wanted to be conservative. I well, didn't want to say well, 10,000 and be like, whoa, you're... Yeah, it's like Price is Right, Lance. You don't want to go over the exactly. number. Exactly. You can't win. So exactly. it was a good decision by you. Exactly. But 1,500, over 1,500 FBS, over 4,000 in total, uh, as Chris just told you. So Chris, it was a busy signing day on Wednesday, but there were all also some transfer portal commitments. And the biggest one of all came from last year's number one player and currently the number one player in the transfer portal rankings. And that's Travis Hunter. Now, look, Deion Sanders leaves for Colorado after the Celebration Bowl. You know, Hunter enters the portal. And he actually did something really savvy in the NIL era. He said if his YouTube page got to 100,000 subscribers, he'd announce his commitment. And at the time he made that post, it had about 75,000 or so, seventy between seventy and 75,000. And by yesterday evening, it hit 100,000. And he announced his decision to transfer to Colorado and stick with Coach Prime. So before we take a look at Colorado as a whole and their efforts in the portal yesterday, what are your thoughts on just Hunter's decision? And, and looking back on it, do you think other schools actually had a shot to keep him away from being a Buffalo? Well, I'd like to say, Lance, I don't think I'll answer your question until the 24-7 Sports YouTube page. It's 25,000. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know if anybody would be subscribing if that was the case. We might lose subscribers. But um, yeah, I think the Hunter decision is really interesting. Georgia really did feel like they had a shot here. I want to throw that out there. Like I wrote that Colorado wasn't a lock on Monday. And I I don't think I wrote that headline, um, but it is something I believe Travis Hunter was definitely at least entertaining conversations with other schools, especially his home state, Georgia. But it would have been a shock or I guess a surprise is a better word if he went anywhere but Colorado. Like this is a guy 
who chose to live in Jackson, Mississippi, instead of going to Florida State because he wanted to play with Deion Sanders so bad. So it does not shock me at all that when Deion Sanders moves, Travis is willing to move with him because he's moving to the Power Five. He's moving to Boulder, Colorado. Excellent place to live. I guess probably not a lot of time to ski as a Division One college athlete, but, you know, pick up the hobby. And he's still going to play for Deion Sanders, um, who is the best defensive back of all time, or at least one of a few of the best defensive backs of all time. So I think he was destined to end up at Colorado. It was an interesting path to get there. I'm thankful it was only four days um, as opposed to his first recruitment, which was quite a whirlwind. But uh, yeah, um, interesting times for Travis Hunter, for sure. And I'm looking forward to seeing him play for Colorado. Yeah, I really am too. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the Power 5 level. And again, like I said, really a smart and savvy move in the nil era again he already had a ton of subscribers on his youtube page but to go from again about seventy-five thousand, add twenty-five thousand in the span of a couple hours because people wanted to know where he was going to commit a really smart move by travis hunter and again the number one player in the transfer portal rankings is headed to colorado sticking with coach prime and look the buffaloes also landed quarterback shader sanders out of the portal right former jackson state quarterback obviously no surprise there everyone knew he was that's where Shador was going to end up going. Their transfer class as a whole currently ranks in the top 10. We thought this was going to be a, tra- a transfer-heavy year for the program, bringing in Deion Sanders late in the cycle. Now, granted, he's certainly made some noise on the recruiting trail as expected, but everyone's focused on Hunter and Sanders, and we know they're going to make big impacts in Boulder. But what about the rest of the Buffs class? Do you like what they've been doing in the portal to try and have a big year one in 2023? Some of the pickups, yeah. Like, for example, Savian Washington, who was a uh, was an offensive tackle at Kent State. He was one of the better offensive tackles in the G5 this year. Like, that's a huge pickup for them. I expect them to add several more key pieces. Like, a guy like Kevin Coleman could come back into the fold. They're in the mix for um, South Florida wide receiver transfer. Jimmy Horn Jr.? Yeah, for Jimmy Horn Jr. Uh, right now, I think he has an excellent chance of landing at Colorado potentially. And Dion's always going to land a couple surprises. I don't think this will. I don't think Dion's going to like corner the market on great transfers, but they'll have the opportunity to add some quality pieces. And they did get like I know we just talked about him a side ago, but they did get Shadur, who Clint Brewster, our transfer portal rankings expert, ranks as one of the top five QBs in this class for example. So that's a huge thing along with Travis Hunter. And if Deion Sanders can uh, get a couple more splash pieces, fill in some holes, like Colorado's going to be a lot more competitive than they were last year for sure. Yeah. And if you remember back to Dion's uh, initial press conference at Colorado, he asked Shador to stand, said, here's your quarterback. Everyone clapped. Now he did say Shador's going to have to work for it. But uh, the belief is, of course, that Shador Sanders will be the starting quarterback for Colorado next year. So, you know, he's going to make a big impact. You know, Travis Hunter is going to make a big impact. Uh, Colorado, I think right now with the number seven class in the transfer portal rankings, you have to assume that they're going to continue to go after the to go after guys in the portal as they put together this 2023 roster. So, Hummer, I want to take a look at a few quarterbacks now that are still in the portal that are still uncommitted and let's start with Grayson McCall the transfer from Coastal Carolina he's currently the top rated uncommitted quarterback transfer what's the latest with his recruitment do you know programs that are currently in the mix for McCall and are you surprised why do you think he's still in the transfer portal because again he's someone who's shown that he could be a really successful quarterback yeah, um, Grayson McCall is an interesting one. I think on just what he's shown in college alone, he is the best quarterback in the portal. I believe he's thrown for over 9,000 yards in his career, 70 plus touchdowns against only eight interceptions, completed only 70, completed 70% of his passes for his career. He's been awesome. And Coastal Carolina has been awesome in large part because of him. Like 
Jamie Chadwell's had a ton of success at Coastal Carolina, and a lot of that's on him. But I think he can credit a lot of it to Grayson McCall, who's just been incredible. But I think the thing with McCall is there are, just talking to sources, there are some academic concerns that I think are preventing teams that would usually go after him to go after him. Auburn obviously um, did not end up hosting him. Brandon Marcello originally reported that he was going to visit Auburn. I think Auburn felt really good about hosting McCall and how he would fit in Hugh Freeze's offense. That didn't happen because I think Auburn might have had to back off a little bit of McCall because of some of those academic concerns. And I think it's going to, I think it could potentially impact other schools from getting in the mix. I I don't know currently of any schools that are in the mix for McCall. Um, I saw another outlet report that Florida was in there. I don't really think there was ever much to that. Especially after they just landed, obviously, Graham Mertz as well. Yeah, that came like 24 hours before the Mertz report. I don't think there was anything there um, in the first place. So I'll I'll be curious to see where Grayson McCall ends up. An excellent quarterback. Maybe Liberty could potentially take him. Obviously, that's where Jamie Chadwell is now. He would certainly fit at a lot of Power 5 schools, but I just I wonder um, how many of the schools would be able to make it work. Yeah, he's an interesting case for sure, and it'll be really interesting to see how his recruitment plays out because we've seen on the field he's a quarterback that can be really successful. You mentioned Liberty. Uh, obviously, Jamie Chadwell there now is the new head coach. Uh, could they potentially make a run at him? It'll be really interesting to see, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to hit on a couple other quarterbacks as well as the transfer running back. Keep it locked in here. You're listening to the College Football Daily. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the College Football Daily, Lance Glenn joined alongside by Chris Hummer, Talking Transfer Portal. And Hummer, let's move on to another transfer quarterback, and that's Brennan Armstrong, the transfer from Virginia. He's our seventh-ranked quarterback in the transfer portal. He had a great career at UVA. This past year just didn't seem to fit right under first-year head coach Tony Elliott, but he's a guy who has two years left because of the ruling the NCAA put in place for Virginia's players following the tragedy late in the season. What's going on with Armstrong and and where he stands post-National Signing Day? Yeah, I think it's important for people to remember just two years ago when Bronco Mendenhall was at Virginia, Brennan Armstrong threw for more yards than any passer in the Power Five. Um, he was awesome in 2021. So this is a guy who's shown under the right circumstances that he can be awesome. There are two schools. I mean, maybe there's a third that I'm not aware of. It's always possible. But right now, um, Oklahoma State and Wisconsin are in the mix for Armstrong. He took an official visit to both last week. He was at Oklahoma State midweek. He was at Wisconsin for the weekend. Oklahoma State's trying to replace Spencer Sanders, uh, their four-year starter at quarterback. Wisconsin is trying to replace Graham Mertz, who you mentioned earlier is going to Florida. Um, Armstrong's quite a different quarterback than Mertz, um, but they have quite a different system in Madison now. 
They're running the air raid with Phil Longo, the former North Carolina offensive coordinator hired there. So Armstrong would be an ideal fit for that system. I've heard positive things on both sides of this. I think both schools felt pretty good coming out of their official visit. The Armstrong side of things has been really quiet since he finished that visit to Wisconsin. But one of those two programs probably is going to get an excellent quarterback and it's going to send some quarterback dominoes tipping, I would imagine. Let's look at one more quarterback uh, transferred from Texas, Hudson Card. What's the latest with with Hudson? Obviously, we saw him in limited action this past season. We saw him when Quinn Ewers was hurt. Card showed a lot in those opportunities he got. So what's the latest from the former Texas quarterback's perspective when it comes to his recruitment? Yeah, Hudson's been really quiet um, during this process. I think he doesn't want to tend to get out. But just talking to somebody who knows him pretty well, I think some schools that are certainly in the mix include Purdue, Illinois, Oregon State. Notre Dame. I've heard some whispers that TCU might get in the mix eventually with Max Duggan choosing to move on to the NFL. Although I think more than likely they're going to hold things out till the spring um, and see what they have with Chandler Morris, uh, the former Oklahoma quarterback and the son of Chad Morris. So those are four of the schools involved. I would not be shocked if there were other teams in the mix, but as I understand it, Hudson's still in the process of narrowing things down. Um, He had a ton of schools reach out to him. It was 20 plus his first couple days in the portal. And I think Hudson was listening to everybody. He had a lot of in-home visits. I think he went on several visits last week, um, including to some of those Midwest schools we just talked about. So Hudson, I think, is still trying to narrow things down. I don't know a specific decision timeline with Hudson, but I think it'll happen uh, before the end of the year. Um, I know he wants to be on campus as a mid-year enrollee. So somebody's going to get a really good quarterback. Um, I watched a lot of Hudson this year. Obviously, I live in Austin. I think Hudson played by far the best football of his career. He's a former top 50 prospect. And people forget he replaced Quinn Ewers and people made a huge deal of that. But Hudson, during that Alabama game, had a pretty severe ankle sprain and he was hurt for almost his entire time as a starter. And he still completed like 69% of his passes. He played really well. And I think with the full season of health and the right pieces around him, he could be really good. Yeah, you mentioned, like you said, a couple uh, Midwest schools there. And Notre Dame, definitely a school to keep an eye on because they have Tyler Buckner coming back from injury. But I'm sure Mark, and they brought in Kenny Minchie, a four-star quarterback. But I'm sure Marcus Freeman would like to upgrade that quarterback room and, and add a little bit of competition to that quarterback room for next season. So Hummer, one more guy I want to discuss. Let's stay in the state of Texas, LJ Johnson. He's number two running back in the transfer portal rankings from Texas A&M. What's the latest with LJ? Where does his recruitment stand uh, as we get closer and closer to the end of the year and obviously now post-signing day? LJ is an interesting one. Obviously a top 50 prospect for us in the 2021 class. Didn't really work out at AM for a variety of reasons, but he's looking for a fresh start. Um, UCLA and Oklahoma were two schools in the mix early, but I really think there's an excellent possibility um, LJ ends up at SMU. Uh, the Mustangs are pretty quietly doing really well in the transfer portal under Rhett Lashley. They have several high-profile commits so far in their transfer portal class, and I would expect eventually LJ joins this mix uh, for SMU. I think I have my crystal balls on the Mustangs right now, and I'll give you a two-for-one um, Aggie double dip. PJ Williams, who was a top 70 prospect in the 2022 class for us, um, left at Texas A&M after one year. I also would expect him to end up at SMU. So the Mustangs are projecting really well right now for two pretty high profile former Texas A&M players. Yeah, SMU in the top 15 of the transfer portal rankings with nine current commitments from the portal. So Red Lashley certainly putting in work, bringing in players that are obviously more ready than just going after high school players uh, in traditional recruiting. That'll do it here on the College Football Daily for Chris Hummer. I am Lance Lynn. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your holidays. And thanks so much for listening to the College Football Daily. 
wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.